You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delany Williams and I am joined by my co-host Landry Holmes. Hello Delany. Hey Landry, how are you doing today? It's a great day today. It is and an exciting day too because we are going to be talking about how god gave the ten commandments this is unit five session two so it's god gave the ten commandments and we are going to be back in exodus remember last week we were in isaiah and so now we're going to be back in exodus chapters 19 and 20. and so when we think about this this session of God gave the Ten Commandments, the big idea we want to make sure to to understand and also to make sure that we teach to the boys and girls is that God's desire has always been to relate to us in loving ways. And by giving the Ten Commandments, God showed people what a proper relationship with him and one another should look like. We know that the law is perfect, but no one can keep it perfectly. We know that only Jesus obeyed perfectly. Then Jesus came to fulfill the law and he took the punishment that each of us deserve because of our sin. And it's only through Jesus that our, can our love for God and others be perfected. And so we're going to be talking about this and unpacking this more as we talk about the activities that some of our teachers may want to take note of as they're preparing for this upcoming session. And so starting with our preschool resources, some of the activities I wanted to highlight, number, the first one would be in our babies and toddlers. And that one is called find the hidden stones. And so you're going to either use a sand table or either place sand in a large container. And then you're going to place the somewhat large stones in the sand and for this activity and so just one little tip to help with cleanup and all if you place a plastic tablecloth or a drop cloth underneath that sand table or the container it will help contain the sand and make for easier cleanup and we've all been there right Landry where after after you've done an activity like this so we need every little tip that we can to help with that so that's an added bonus with there. And then moving on to younger preschool, there is an activity called make letter rubbings. And so this is something to where the boys and girls are going to be taking a piece of paper, placing it over some cutout letters, and then it will reveal as they color, it will reveal the letters that spell the word God. And so something that will be helpful on this, the paper that you want to give the boys and girls, it will be easier for the letters, the rubbings to show if you use copy paper for them to do their coloring on. Now for the letters that are going to be cut out, I would recommend using the sandpaper. If you use sandpaper, that will be easier and make make an easier print as they're rubbing and coloring it. Or if you don't have sandpaper, you definitely could use the construction paper. The main thing is, is you want a thicker type paper that will easily make that imprint. So whenever they're coloring on it. And so already mentioned that the copy paper will be easier 
for them to make the imprint. And so remember that this may be the first time some of the younger preschoolers have done an activity like this. And so it's also a learning process for them while they are doing this activity. And so as a reminder as well, you wanna make sure to provide as many sets of letters for them to use the imprint. You wanna provide as many sets of letters as, as many children that you have doing the activity at one time. Also, if you do not have cookie sheets or trays available like it calls for in the leader guide, you could also just use the table and secure, it'll be helpful if you secure the letters, cut out letters to the table, and then also the child's paper. That will make it easier for them as well in this activity. So, well, Nate, yes. I, I mentioned, because I was just sitting here thinking, copy paper, copy paper. What if I don't have copy paper? What if I don't have a printer at home? You know, am I going to go buy a ring of 500 sheets of copy paper? And I was thinking, you know, most church offices have copy paper and you only need a few sheet, sheets of that for this activity so it might be that you could ask somebody at the church office may right. I use some copy paper that you've got for the copier rather than having to buy a whole ream and then you wonder what I'm going to do with it or even trying to find it so I know that's just a simple thing but most churches do have a copy machine so they've got some copy paper somewhere. Right Landry I appreciate you sharing because I'm sure there are some listeners right now thinking, okay, where am I going to get copy paper? And I don't need 500 sheets. So there you go. You just solved the problem for them. <laughs> and so, so also we have an activity in younger preschool called make a book of 10. And one little helpful hint on this, something you may want to do after the children finish making their books, books of 10 is consider printing something on their book, such as the Christ Connection, that would be a prompt for parents as they take their art of this Make a Book of Ten Home. So then that will help the parents know how to engage in conversation, how to talk about their book, and then the boys and girls can tell them more, tell their parents more what they learned, and that will just serve as a prompt for our parents. So Moving along to our preschool worship, we are doing an activity called Make Scratch Art. And so this is something that you're definitely gonna, going to want to prepare ahead of time. And you wanna make sure that you do it ahead of time to make sure that it works out well. And then also you're going to want to make sure that the paper that you use is thick so it will be sturdy enough when they do scratch art on it. So Landry, this is going to be complete opposite from the copy paper. Now you want thicker yeah. paper for this. So the instructions are in the leader guide about how to create the, your own rainbow scratch art paper, if you will. And so you are definitely going to want that thick paper to make it sturdy. And then also an idea for something you may be thinking, okay, I don't have what it calls for in the leader guide, for the items to use to scratch the art. You could even try the edge of a craft stick. That could work as well. And so this is one of those activities you definitely do want to try before the session as well. And so just also a general statement as we're talking about the Ten Commandments with this, with this story and all, and especially when it comes to talking about preschoolers, 
you know, Landry, when I think about, we, we talk about, you know, right choices, wrong choices, we talk about sin, but we also need to make sure that they understand what sin is. And so I want to encourage our teachers that through these activities, you talk about these, make sure to give examples like not picking up our toys or thinking mean things or hurting friends or disobeying, help them understand what sin is and how we sin and how we make those wrong choices as well. And so those are some exciting activities we have for preschool this week. Landry, could you share with us about our kids' activities? Yes, uh, I have a couple activities I, I wanted to, to speak to. And one of them is in the Younger Kids Guide. And so there's an activity choice called Ten Commandments Craft. Uh, so this is this is option two. I was telling me as we were talking earlier before we um, got on uh, the podcast, you know, I was telling you, I may make this more confusing than it is. So if you understand the instructions perfectly in the leader guide, then just disregard this part. But if you're like I am, you need a little help visualizing this. It's really simple. You're folding a piece of paper for the kids. Gray construction paper is best uh, for this because we're kind of trying to simulate stone, like the stone tablets that God wrote the Ten Commandments on. And so you may be used to the term hamburger style of folding the paper. Delany, that's kind of a, a new term for me. Are you familiar, Delany, with that term, folding I've, hamburger style? I have heard it, but I'm telling you, I could see it both ways. You know, well, well, maybe one way is hamburger and the other way is hot dog. Right. And that's where it's confusing. Or, you know, I, I guess I think more the landscape or portrait. Right. Or horizontal so, vertical. Ooh, I hadn't thought about saying horizontal vertical. But anyway, the way, the way I just is, confused them even more. We have. So take your piece of paper and look at it landscape, which that means landscape is you've got the longer edge on top and bottom the shorter edges on your left and right so look at it landscape and then just bring bring in your left and right together to fold it so that the the left and right edges meet now don't spend a lot of time worrying about that however you fold it will work <laughs> but you're dividing it into two sections is what what you're doing so that was probably way too much talking about how to fold a piece of paper. But now we've introduced our readers to hamburger style, hot dog style, vertical, horizontal, landscape, and portrait. See, um, they didn't even know what great knowledge they were going to learn today. I know. I know. It's just amazing what you learn on this podcast. On, uh, then there was just one other activity I wanted to mention. It is actually in the older kids' materials, the activity choice option two and that, that it's a beanbag toss game uh it's it, it's gonna be a lot of fun it challenges kids to identify if a, a rule is one of the ten commandments or or not so uh <clears throat> spend a little bit of time ahead of time making a list of some rules that are not part of the ten commandments and make it fun you know make make some silly ones you can make some serious ones that aren't in the Ten Commandments, but make it make it a fun game. Again, older kids like silly, so you can make silly ones. And then 
when you read either uh, a commandment or a made-up rule that you came up with, the kids will indicate their choice by tossing a beanbag onto the correct poster. So you'll have a poster that's labeled 10 commandments and a poster labeled not the 10 commandments. Um, and, you know, a good one thing about this activity is to get to reiterate why God gave the Ten Commandments and that just following the Ten Commandments is not going to save us. That we, it, it, as you mentioned earlier, it is impossible for us to keep every commandment, all Ten Commandments, all the time. Those commandments are there to help us strive toward God's perfection when it comes to relationship with him and relationship with others. However, for us, we read the Ten Commandments with Jesus in mind, knowing that the gospel is good news for all of us lawbreakers. You know, there are other religions that seek God's approval through good works, through actions, Yes, we are to do good works, but we don't do good works for salvation. We do good works because out of our love for God and his gift of grace through Jesus. So we recognize as Christians that Jesus is our only hope. And so many times I think it's easy for us as kids ministry leaders to fall into the trap of, okay, here are God's 10 rules. You better obey every one of these rules. And we should teach them that these are God's commandments. These are, this is his standard. But the only way we can meet this standard is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And through his grace, can we meet the standard that God has set for us? Hopefully, Delney, that wasn't as confusing as the whole, how do you fold a piece of paper instructions? No, and, you know, I appreciate that, Landry, and you sharing that, that, you know, as you mentioned, as we talked about earlier, we can't obey them perfectly. That, that's talking about the Ten Commandments or the rules. Now, that's also a point I want to make that, especially with our preschoolers, some of them commandments may be a new word. And so you may need to unpack that more and um, help them unpack those statements and also be aware that sometimes it is hard for preschoolers to process not statements. And what I mean by that is do not do this, do not do that. And so you need to help them understand that we're not to do that. You know, what, what are those 10 commandments? What do those look like? What do those rules mean? Help them understand that God's rules are good. And then as we've already said, we can't obey them perfectly but we should want to, to obey God's rules. And we want to obey God's rules because we love God and he knows what's best. And so go ahead, Landry. I think you were going to say something. Well, I was just going to say that the Ten Commandments show us our need for Jesus. The Ten Commandments show us this is God's standard and I can't meet it on my own. I need Jesus. I need the grace that God provides through Jesus. And so the Ten Commandments themselves show us our imperfections and show us that we are lawbreakers and show us that we need Jesus. The good news is that we can have Jesus. We can trust in Jesus. And um, 
I, I do think sometimes we get really caught up on on the don'ts. Now, now down me a side note. You said now there's some <laughs> words that preschoolers won't understand. Well, younger kids either. So I'm just wondering how you're going to explain adultery to your preschoolers on, on Sunday. Well, you know, a lot of prayer um, will go into that <laughs> preparation, and um, well, um, yeah. So how will you explain it to to your um, to the kids that you teach as well? Well, I will say something about God wants us to keep our marriage promises to. So he wants mommies and daddies to keep their marriage promises to one another. There you go. And I think that's a that's a great way to say that and simplify it as well. So there you go. Landry, you're full of information on this podcast. <laughs> you're always full I, of information. I need to make sure to say that. And I know how to fold paper. There you go. <laughs> and so on that note, we want to go ahead and thank our listeners for joining and listening in today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you found it very helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.